the boys. Fox and Shane, set your minds free, no locks and chains. Do what you love, roll the dice. 50 50, we cold as ice. One thing cold, but a pretty turn red. Hey, let's hey. hey. my head, won't gaming. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly tabletop podcast. I am Shane. As always, I'm joined by Fox. Howdy, friends. And of course, we've got Churchy in the void. Yep. I'm back in the void. Back in the void. Where you belong. <laughs> yes, stay there. Never come out. <laughs> He's got his headphones back on. He does. He can't can hear, hear us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Better if not. Uh, today, we are talking about Warhammer Underworlds. That's right. We played... Um, we've been really into... Underworlds in the past. Yeah. Well, we've played it, I should say. Yeah. However, what's reinvigorated our love is the the Rivals format. Yeah. That sort of come out a couple of editions ago. Mm-hmm. So, we'll talk about our experience with that. Uh, before we do, as we talk about all things, including this Underworlds Rivals format, yep. there are some things that we are quite new at. And we don't always get it right. No. So, please, <laughs> let us know if we messed up rules or definitions or whatever. Let us know in the YouTube comments. Yep. Please jump in our Discord, let us know, chat Underworlds, inspire us, show us your warbands, tell us what good rival decks match up, whatever it is. Yeah. All the links for all of the things are on hobbyhammies.com. Please check those out. Would love to see you there. Absolutely. So, let's talk a little bit about our Underworlds experience previously to the game that we just played before. Yeah. So, it's been a hot minute since we've played Underworlds. Yes. Been a long time. It has been a minute. Like- actually can't remember it's been like years years yes we would have played in fact the box that we played you had was night vault which you think yep. was maybe the second season two season two yeah so probably three pre-covid right absolutely yeah yeah, yeah so definitely. three three years ago maybe yeah yep. and for those who i mean i assume most people know what warhammer underworlds is but if you don't you you have a small war band of three to ten models yeah even like maybe three to seven or something sure like that. quite small yeah, yeah yeah there's each board has deployment zones so the maximum deployment zones which i think is like seven there you go eight. so so it probably is only yeah. seven or eight troops yeah. yeah at max some have as minimal as three yeah which is great so it's a small size skirmish game but it's it's a boxed board game-esque yeah. take on war gaming so Everything it's, you need in the box yeah <laughs> Lovely he was trying to be as loud as possible and he succeeded <laughs> now <then. laughs> you have our attention <laughs> you peaked the microphone <laughs> <laughs> yeah now we, to, we have to reset the whole system because of that church brought to you by a coke no sugar I'm uncomfortable with you standing there watching us <laughs> you're out of the void <laughs> this is on the edge of the void what is happening right now <laughs> become a voidling um, and so it is played on hexes uh, yep. which is great because do away with rulers. Hexes has been a really good system that I've actually, since playing Mecha Hex. Mecha Hex. I've been digging. And it's, this, it's just that board game step, you know, where it's like, yeah. not as finicky, not, you know, you don't have to be so particular with where you actually place your models. For you sure. Know? It's either in the hex or it's not. Yeah. 50-50. It, <laughs> it either is or it isn't. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And it, it, it makes a part of the game that shouldn't be complicated really simple yeah and so what you want to see from a game that d- does away with rulers and excessive movement rules yeah 
is them to put those mechanics elsewhere in a in a way that makes the game interesting. And I feel like Underworlds has already d- always done a pretty good job of doing that. Yeah. Um, it's been really cool for us to play ages ago and come back and see how much it's changed and shift. Shifted, even. Shifted. <laughs> Shifted. <laughs> it's Shifted Ted. Indeed. Yeah, added a lot of um, really cool mechanics and like keywords and, and even the wording on the cards I found was a lot better. Yeah. Um, options where it's like some objectives had, you know, like either, like there was like two conditions. Mm. It's or or and, you know. So true. The very first thing I noticed is, oh, we should quickly explain the Rivals format. We should, yeah. Rivals is, is kind of new. Like I've, I saw a couple of boxes where it was like Rivals of Harrowdeep or whatever. And yeah. I was like, okay, you're selling me the models without selling me the boards. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Sure. I didn't think it was any more. Mm-hmm. But, um, but then when you brought it to my attention that it uses like a whole new deck system. Yeah. Like pre-made decks. Yep. Which which the the deck building of Underworlds to me... Ah, uh, so I just I see why people would love it. Sure, and I see why like maybe this would be great for those that play collectible card games. Yeah, would it would enjoy it because it's got that deck building element. But it was just one unnecessary thing that I that I hated. Yeah, and to contrast with that, so you hated the the deck building aspect. Yeah, because of the raw deck building aspect. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I disliked that I bought these season one or whatever they are, the rats. Yeah, they were quite early. Two, three, whatever. <laughs> season one, I think. Yeah. Season one rats. Yep. Spike, um, spike cause swarm or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, so I bought those, and we would play Underworlds a couple times. Yep. And as the seasons went on, for me to them take them and play them in a way that was competitively viable. Yep. Um, I would have needed to constantly be purchasing universal cards and things of that nature, yep. so that I had what was the best net list yep. or at least a competitive pool of cards yeah, to yep. play competitively. Yep. And anytime I play a game, if it's got a competitive side, I want to be playing close to that yep. so that if I ever went to a tournament, it wouldn't be a far stretch. I wouldn't have to go out and buy a heap of stuff. I could bring my okay stuff yep. and have fun at that event. Yeah, Or even then, if you wanted to step it up, you're, you're sort of... You know, you're three quarters of the way there. Exactly. It's like it would only yeah. take maybe one or two more purchases to be at that like top tier competitive totally level. Exactly. Yeah, which is understandable. And so that was my biggest deterrent was the fact that the deck building element for the competitive scene had become so cumbersome and and, yep. and loaded because you did need to constantly be buying new stuff and be aware of the meta and even expansions like model ex- like you have, would have to buy like the newest. Um, Hexbane's Hunters or whatever they were at the time yeah. to get one particular card yeah. which you need for your deck. And for sure. Like you've got no interest in all these other warbands. Yeah. You have to get them to get the cards. And I remember I went on, I was like, Underworlds is a great game. I'd love to play this competitively. Um, and I went on a, a website. I can't remember what it is. It's it's the main one most competitive people use for Underworlds. Yeah. And it, it had this cool breakdown where it was like, hey, here's, here's a top tier Spike Claw Swarm deck. Yeah. And... Here's all the cards in it, and here's where to get them. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, there are so many different things I need to buy yeah. to get all these cards. Yeah. And so that's the competitive format. I forget what they call that, um, but that's basically where they've got limits on what types of cards you can bring. Yeah. It has to be stuff from the newest set, I think, of the previous one, and universal cards, yeah. these event, whatever. The most too recent, I believe, is, yeah. the, is the current rules. For sure. Anything older than that? No go. Yeah, and half of those cards have been eroded or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yep. So, it was just really difficult to play that format. 
Yeah. The other, the flip side of the uh, the other format was open play. Just bring whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever. Just bring pure it. Pure chaos. And it, it is. It's pure chaos because yep. it's like you'll have two decks that are significantly different in balance. Yeah. Yeah. And so this rivals format comes right in the middle of those two formats and says, you buy these rival decks and they're supposed to be as best they can mm. balanced against other rival decks. You don't, okay. you don't need to build them. Take them out of the box. You yeah. play with them. Yeah, yeah. And when you play against someone, it should be a fun, competitive game where you're both on equal footing. Yeah. That's the that's the idea of the rivals format. Yeah, yeah. Now, naturally, there's going to be rival decks that probably pair with certain warbands better. I think so. Like all the warbands that come with rival decks now. Yeah. Maybe that little bit more fine tuned, or maybe they just like you said, they just match better. Yeah. I played win our game. Yeah. Explain Hunters. Yeah. And you played your Skaven Spike Claw Swarm with the Illusory Magic deck, whatever they call it, yeah. Rivals deck. Yeah. So like a deck like that maybe doesn't quite suit the way that the Skaven play. Yeah. That would have been better for one of maybe the Spellcasters, like possibly uh, um, Stormcast factions or something like that. And you did touch on a great point where it's like there are uh, Rivals decks that are intended to go with a specific warband yeah. and can only go with that warband. Yeah. And then there are universal rival decks where it's like, hey, pick one. They've all sort of got different play styles. Match it up with the warband you like. Yep. And away you go. <clears throat> um, so I found that really cool. The only thing I'm not sure of that I'll check is whether or not you add your warband specific card power cards to the rivals okay. deck. I think I might have seen that somewhere, which we didn't do. No. But that's fine. Um, because we were just sort of wetting our feet again yeah. in the Rivals format. And you mentioned, although, like my first impressions when we had that Rivals deck, we, we set up the battlefield um, and we drew our first hands, was I read those ob objective cards and they were just so much more uh, well-presented, enjoyable. They gave you options. Those three cards I looked at and I went, this game is already twice as good yep. as when we played, yeah. just based on what I've read on these cards. Yeah, yeah. That, the cards were so interesting, like I said earlier, about the different um, conditions to achieve. Some some uh, objectives you had, you could score multiple like different ways. Yeah. Um, some of them required you to have a couple of like models out of action yep. or you know a couple of models in the enemy's territory, which I guess was kind of similar to the earlier ones, but there was less of just like... Hold objective one. Correct. Or hold more objectives than your opponent or hold objectives in your opponent's deployment zone. Like, yeah. Or board rather. There yep. was just like, it was, yeah, just, I don't know. They were just more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of mine was uh, score if you have um, more upgrade card, equal upgrade cards or more than the number objective that you sit on if it's in your opponent's deployment yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah. I forget how it was worded, but that was yeah. the idea. If I wanted to sit on objective number two in yeah. your deployment zone and I had two upgrades on me, yep. I then would score that. Yeah. If you had five, I'd need to have five yeah, upgrades. Yeah. So had I have been, you know, the one to score objectives four and five, yeah. that would have been very hard for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the cool thing about these rival decks is they do have a real distinct play style. But there's also, it feels like there's a few different archetypes in it. Yep. So what I noticed with mine is it was all about these illusion upgrades. Yeah, yeah. That are really, they're free to equip. You don't have to pay glory. Yep. Which is something you typically have to do. Yeah, that's good. Um, but they break at the end of the round, basically. Yep. Um, so you could get four of them and load four on a person. Yeah. You know, single power step. 
have them real beefed up, but it was only going to be for that turn. Yeah, yeah. But when they break, they go in the discard pile and it has so many power things that was like, if yep. it's in your discard pile, discard two power, grab it back out. Oh, so you could like sort of fish for it again. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So I had one that helped me fish my deck for one as well. Yep. Draw until you draw an illusion upgrade and put it in your hand. Because you scored an objective that um, was something to do with having um, illusions in your discard yeah, pile, correct. right? Yep. So that's kind of cool too. Yeah. So that, to score that, like you might pick up that at the start of the game and then you know, okay... I need to burn through these um, upgrade cards yep. to get to score this. Exactly. Yeah, I knew there were uh, something I wanted in my discard pile because it gave me more options. Yeah. Um, yep. I could fish out certain ones after they were in there. Yeah. And because you draw up to five every turn, five uh, power cards, yep. I was never really... I was like, it's better to have five new cards coming in every turn and having all my things in the discard pile and i yeah. can eventually search and score off that so yeah that was really fun I, I found playing this it was we found out that it was probably a air quotations suboptimal deck yep. rival deck from for scritch's spike claw swarm yeah <laughs> because to inspire those so sort of to like upgrade your main characters yeah they have conditions that you have to meet yeah now, yours were super simple. Oh, mate, mine just started popping. As soon as one popped, the rest of them just That's started right. popping. That's right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want to hear about them because I forget why it was so easy, but I'll hear about that in a sec. Yeah. But mine, I need to play a power card, a ploy or a gambit yep. that says choose a friendly fighter and yep. then I need to target one of my uh, Spike Claw Swarm members with that card. So the, the condition, uh, from memory, it, it is... They become inspired when they're the target of a ploy, right? Correct. Yeah. So that could also mean if I had have targeted them with one of my, yeah. maybe my um, aggressive cards or whatever you call it, offensive cards. Correct. Yeah. So, which I don't think I really did. No, you didn't. Um, but, and, and that was something that we had to query. It was like, what, what defines being chosen as a recipient of a card? Because if a card says, uh, increase a friendly fighter's move by two, you're like, well, yeah. if I'm playing that on this person yeah. surely they get inspired because they were the target yeah. of that yeah but then when i had a card that would have meant four of my people got inspired on <laughs> yeah. turn one yeah yeah so we did a quick google and it it, it says if the card specifically says choose yep. in bold writing that's like one of the keywords that's what inspires scritch's yep. spike claw it's actually really, really funny because like when you're reading that card out to me i'm just like oh man i hope he doesn't Get all of them inspired because that's bullshit if it does. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, next turn, my guy is just all becoming yeah, inspired. <laughs> so true. It was literally the next turn. I was like, like, I wouldn't do it, man, because, like, having all four in one turn would be ridiculous. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so three of mine. Three, <laughs> yeah. Three is much more reasonable. <laughs> Absolutely. How, so, yeah. how did your three get inspired? So, my main guy, Hex, Hexbane, or whatever his name is, um, he became inspired when he was the recipient of an attack. Yes, that's so, right. Which was great because he didn't have to take damage. As long as he was targeted, yep. he became inspired. Great for him. <laughs> great for him. And then uh, one of the other ones, I think it's like Bridget something or other, she became inspired when he became inspired. Okay, she's a freebie. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then the last guy, Amos, he became inspired when he uh, dealt damage, I think. Oh, uh, like sure. So it was like, sure. you know, yeah. So it's like Hexbane inspired... 
Bridget inspired, and, and then then I you charged, fought. yeah, and, and then he inspired. became inspired. So it was just like I was, I was. I mean, I was having fun. I was just flipping cards left, right, yeah. and center. And for those thinking, what on earth is inspired? Your 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 <laughs> character cards basically have two sides: your original side where they got their regular stats or whatever, yep, and the condition to inspire them, yeah. And then once they become inspired, you flip them onto their gold side, yep, and their stats are slightly better. And usually they get an extra attack as well. Oh yeah, like true. A, like a variation or a different attack. Yeah. Okay. Or a cool. Spell or some other ability. Maybe but for you and your lucky duck, new yeah. fandangled warbands. <laughs> Sometimes, like Fox, you just get unlucky. It's like, oh, cool! I get to roll one extra dodge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> I was talking, I was talking to Churchy. I was like, well, it actually, doubles my defense. That's so pretty good. Yeah. But we did look through my deck, and I found out I only had two cards in it that had the choose keyword. Yeah. Yeah. So at most for the entire game, unless yep. you foolishly chose one of mine. Yeah. I could only inspire two. And you did three on your first turn. Yeah. Having said that, I actually think <laughs> the deck itself was good enough that after I learned how sort of it, it worked, yep. um, I think that's... I'd still choose to play with that deck again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was interesting. I liked that it was all based about cycling these upgrades and yep. a lot of the objectives were based around that and, yep. and getting into your, into your side of the board. Yeah, yeah. Which is... Um, Pretty good for this game, and they got move five, so it was oh, man, easy. Like, oh, that's right. Like your first move, you're like, I'm like, fire out. Like you charge right up the board. Yeah. All of my guys are like move three. The doggos will move four. Yeah. It's like I just can't keep up. Yeah. These rats will run circles around me. I did a couple times. I had to run circles <laughs> so I could get on an objective and yeah. yeah. Or charge a different different character. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep. So that was good fun. Yeah. And it it kind of felt like although the deck didn't the play style you would argue maybe is not kind of ratty, but like on the table, it, it turned out that way. Yeah, yeah. Because it forced me to constantly give my rats like special rules like assassin, yep. and upgrade them and send them into your thing. And then when they would die, Scritch would bring them back and they had this endless swarm vibe or yeah, it, it, yeah. it was getting there, it felt like. Yeah. And so it was like <laughs> my, the, this, the play style of the rats did work and make sense with that rival deck. So yeah. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure. That was the only rival deck that Guff had in stock, but I'm sure if there aren't more available, it seems like they're going to continue to bring these um, universal decks out where they'll yeah. theme them around different things. Yeah. So that one's obviously themed around magical items and, and, yeah. and illusion, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see some that are themed around, you know, chaos and, and, and mm. melee combat and stuff like that. For like, sure. I can imagine like a corn sort of esque one. Yeah. Um, just themed about blood. Yeah. That would be very cool. Getting blood tokens, <laughs> blood for the blood God. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. There's a million ways so, they could go. Um, it's going to be good to see how they decide to, to run that route. Like I, I hope rival stays because yeah. I think I had more fun playing that game than any of our earlier games of the original version. For sure. And we always played Underworlds and went, this is great. We should play it more. But yeah. it was always a little, little bit uninspiring. Yeah. Um, you know, and the only allure was the possible deck building, which felt like was a futile task. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now it's more about the gameplay and, and figuring out how to master these decks. I can understand if I played this maybe five times with the, uh, because I, there's no variation in the deck, no, and no variation probably in the play style. Yeah, you would just be about oh, still. I, I remember I would play Yu-Gi-Oh with the same deck fifty times. Yeah, yeah, and it would just be about okay. 
learning other rival decks. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. how does my deck respond to them doing this? I yeah. know what's in their deck. I've got to be prepared for that coming up. Yeah. Um, so I've got to set this up, maybe bait them to use that thing. So even if you are forced to use the same rival deck because it's the best one for your warband 30 times, I still yeah. feel like that's a great competitive format. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have any other warbands, it's going to be a whole different playstyle. Totally, yeah. So, like, you, you know, yeah, if you're limited to 30 times with that, with your Skaven, mm. you know, if you've got another warband, like your um, Sylvaneth or something like that, yep. then, you know, it's, again, different different style. New, shake it up. That's right. And you can shake it up in the two different ways, depending on what you want to do. I will never see myself playing anything other than the rats because okay. I love them. Yep. But that doesn't mean I couldn't have six different rival decks. Yeah, yeah. And play play around with those yep. and see which one suits the play style, which one I prefer, which one goes better into this matchup. Yeah, yeah. Things like that. So yeah, absolutely. Whereas other people might be like, well, I don't want to do that. I want to play all of my war bands. I've yep. got like... What do you got? <laughs> let's, not, let's not go there. I don't want to, I don't you, got you got a few. Too, too many. How, do you know how many? Not off the top of my head. What do you reckon? If you had to guesstimate, more than 20. Yes. Wow. Uh, it's probably oh, 15 to 20. so close. 15 yeah. to 20. Yeah, wow. Absolutely, yeah. How many built? Eight. Oh, that's pretty good, uh, dude. Built and painted? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, built and painted yeah, eight. Yeah. Uh, Ellie, uh, yeah, eight, I think. Two, three, I believe four, this guy. Five. This yeah, guy. I'd say at least eight. <laughs> we'll wait, dude. <laughs> they all use the unpainted paint theme that you used tonight ah no they used the painted paint theme <laughs> uh, yeah you, yeah you yeah your paint theme tonight was interesting yeah it was um, like sort of a lack of contrast it was yeah yeah you were going for that juxtaposition of like you've got this beautifully painted spike claw swarm yeah and the expectation is they've at least got some paint on here but you brought none no so that's like a nice sort of um commentary on the current state of wargaming absolutely yeah <laughs> that's exactly what i was going for how did you know you just, well it was just you nailed it and when you when when there's Thank good you. art yeah yes it's open to interpretation but the intention is clear to those as savvy as people like churchy and myself absolutely and absolutely. we knew it as soon as we came in saw you gluing the last bits of your model together yeah yep. what you were going you for that was completed yeah that's the that's the banana duct tapes to a wall in form of miniatures. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh huh, yeah. No, it was cool. And yeah, so people who have lots of war bands, but maybe don't want to just be constantly rattling their brain because they don't play too often, playing yep. with all these different war bands and rivals deck. You can pick one. Yep. Learn the playstyle of the rival deck, but swap up the war band. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to the other way around. Learn so how that rival deck may um, allow you to inspire your your war band or band. lack thereof or lack thereof yeah <laughs> speaking of lack thereof there was a lack thereof rats on the table for there a while was, i was just clearing them it was yeah. just like pest control it was yep. yeah you were the exterminator yep. sorry to steal your uh joke from earlier churchy <laughs> right, he's, he's not listening he's asleep, <laughs> yeah. he's asleep. <laughs> just like the rest of our audience <laughs> hello for those of who have just woken up <laughs> and churchy <laughs> Yeah, so our game uh, went interestingly. Yeah. But, but, sorry, before I get into that, <laughs> I want to talk about... So my rival deck was about these illusional items that broke yep. as soon as... I, which makes sense because they're illusions. Yes. So they break at the end of the action phase because the yep. illusion's over. You're like, that wasn't real. No. <laughs> that thing that killed me wasn't real. Yeah. I've figured you out. Somehow. I'm still dead. But, yeah, yeah, I'm still dead. Somehow I'm still dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and discarding those and bringing them back and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Resing items. What was yours about? Your rival deck. Do you feel like it had a theme? What kind of stuff did it do? The theme, 
was Hexbane's Hunters. Yes. Um, I'm it, trying to think of what you just, played. It just played on the um, the abilities of those models. Mm. So, like, um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really get through many ploys. Like, I had some really cool things where it was like, well, I played one where it's like, if I... So, I, I would upgrade a, a model. Yeah. And then that upgrade would be free. But if I spent a glory point, I'd get an extra card. Yeah. Um, you know yeah. what? I am thinking about what you just said, which is that it played on the play style of your Hexbane Hunters, which was so bloody cool. Yeah. Because it, your power cards were things like Ensnare. So yeah. you, you, you could you could ensnare my things and stop yep. them from using dodge, so right? They couldn't use dodge, so in theory they couldn't roll defense. Exactly, which is all my stuff. They rolled crits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and you, uh, there was something else that you did. I had one which would stop you from um, rezzing. Yes, that's right. So if I kill, if I, I, it was an upgrade that I could equip to one of my hunters, and if it if that model killed something or took it out of action, yeah, that model couldn't be. Yeah, Rezzed. which which is really cool because the playstyle of these hexband hunters and their lore, I assume, vampire hunters. Exactly. Like they're, yeah. So they they what they do is they catch things and they kill them. Yep. And they stay there. And they make sure they stay dead. So yeah. it makes sense that all your spells and stuff were around the idea of ensnaring, killing, and and killing finally. Yep. Um, the interesting thing is like, my rats aren't undead. So like yeah, you could put a silver stake <laughs> in a in a vampire and make sure they stay dead, or yeah, maybe yeah. some you sprinkle some cumin or paprika over a, a skeleton. Time, I don't know. It's yeah. one of them. Time, yeah. yeah. Time reses all of us. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, the opposite. Yeah. But yeah, your your uh, the way that your rats res is just another one. It just comes out of the shadows. Yeah, exactly. Or the sewers or wherever they come. Yeah. From. So I wonder if the rat. That's a, a big thing that we struggled with today was all the new keywords. Oh, so many new keywords because we didn't have the new book. Yeah. But yep. you have ordered. I have. What is it? Narwood. Narwood. Is that the newest yeah, one? I, I think so. And that's really cool because it comes with two warbands with their specific rival decks. Yep. And then two more universal rival decks. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. So you can actually crack that open play with four players. Far out. Two from the... Yeah, it's really yep. cool. So, I'd love to know what rival decks, are, universal rival decks are in there and buy one off you or... <laughs> I will we'll use them. There's, I um, want them. <laughs> there's yeah. interesting um, things we noticed, like a lot of things mentioned in cover, mm. which none of the boards we're using are old boards. Yeah. So, they don't, none of them have cover hexes. Yeah, as far for as sure. I can tell. Like, yeah. Unless those, maybe those line of sight blocking ones. Oh, no, line of sight blocking ones. What were they? The... The white, white yeah. outline ones, which you can't pass over, maybe they count as cover. Sure, potentially. Maybe they've added new green gridded ones or something. Yeah. Who knows? Yep. It was really cool that although we we're playing a, such an old version of the game, mm. that with two rival decks or one new rival deck yep. and my old warband, we were able to play the new version of Underworlds with yeah. all of our old stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we just had to Google some of the rules yep. and we missed out on a couple of things like cover, like you mentioned. Yeah. But I feel like that, yeah, playing the game now versus when we used to play, which we still did enjoy, Yeah, it's not a day in terms of its enjoyment. Like, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. I'm looking forward to um, playing again. I've got another, um, what is it called? Nether Maze? Warband? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, which would be interesting to see how that rival deck looks compared to that warband and how that one plays. Yeah. So, and like all the other warbands, like it's, awesome to be able to throw them on the table again yeah yeah your old so, ones you just yeah. grab a rival deck and you're like you probably if you flick through the cards and got an idea you'd be like this will play really well with my x yeah, you know, yeah. and bring that to the table yep. so 
there's a lot of potential there for this game to mm. f- to what's it called strong arm its way into the rotation oh yeah and like set up you know there's just a board and some tokens that's it it's not not much to it only three turns yep like this is our first time learning and i think yeah we spent hour and a half on it yeah yeah but there was a lot of in between so much in between mucking around and (laughs) And so we had to relearn the game then constantly try and google new rules as opposed to flicking through a rule book yeah so this is like a game you could if you had two people competent people yeah it could go for an hour yeah yeah you could play three of those and then record an episode yeah (laughs) we could run ourselves a mini tournament and then do an episode on it yeah anyways i won't promise any episodes on underworld's rivals format coming in the future but stay tuned stay tuned (laughs) so paint some models yeah and that's Mm. the cool thing i think uh about in my head i go i want to do some underworld stuff yeah and then i go well usually i've already got my my swarm yeah, ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Usually this would mean Googling the best list and how these cards and where to get these cards sort of deck building. Yeah. I don't have to worry about that no. anymore. I'll just look for through maybe the rival decks and what they kind of do. Yeah. See which ones come in now in Nullwood. Yeah. See which one might work best. Yeah. With the swarm. But I'll spend all my energy now in touching up my little spike claw swarm, which is just yep. contrast painted, so I'll I'll do some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Excited about that. Hell yeah. Where no. was this hobby motivation earlier when I was had all the time in the world and I was struggling? I couldn't think of anything Not to do. Not with the swarm. Not with the swarm. It's back with the swarm. Hell yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. Final closing thoughts. Out of 10. Oh, out of 10. How can you to play this game? <laughs> you, we just did an episode on Mecha Hex. Mecha Hex, yep. Um, so go check that out. Yeah. It's our last episode. Our one-page rules version of... Battletech? Correct. And it's played on hexes like Underworlds. Yes. So, did you know One Page Rules has a fantasy hex-based game? <laughs> I could assume. I could assume. Is I it can't a, remember what it's called. Though. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Arena um, or something, maybe? It's know. called Over Planets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the opposite of Underworlds is. Kind of that. Over Planets. <laughs> um, what was the point of my story about our last episode? I forget. Uh, go You're telling check everyone that out? to go watch it. Yeah, I guess if you like, oh, if you like you giant gave, robots, you gave that game an eight on your. I want to play that again. Oh yeah, I did too, didn't I? So where does Underworld sit on a scale of one it's to at ten? At least an eight. Yeah, right. Like, at least an eight. At least an eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 at a point where I can play with models I've already got and already painted. I come through that door with. Uh, my mechs and some dice. Yep. But I've also got my Underworlds and new rival deck. I throw them both down. I'm like, Shane, which one do you want to play right oh, now? Oh, man. Don't do that to me. I'm like, which one, man? 50-50. 50-50, yeah. That's the correct answer. We'll flip a coin. Yeah. And yep. then when it lands on tails, you'll know what you wanted all along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. So, a solid yep. eight as well. Yeah. It's yeah. on that same. Yep. Hexamexa, Lexa it's, text. It's a, it's a bit where I, I'm at a point now where I, I know my war games i know that i want to play something that's quick and easy mm-hmm. i don't want to spend four hours playing something that i need to flick through dozens of books or dozens of pages even yeah you know like fair and and racking the internet just for answers to one thing where it's like why play many hours when few when do the few trick do trick yeah yeah more <laughs> games in the same time yeah good better <laughs> exactly. is good <laughs> <It's> good. <laughs> yeah. yeah what what would you give it if you had to give it out of 10 out of 10 on the uh, how much I want to play it again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd say like an eight or a nine. I'd mm. say a nine because it's yeah, right. after playing it now, all I want to do, like, it's the next game I want to play again. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, which is good because I was sort of like, oh, which game is sort of calling to me at the moment? Mm. Just playing this again and and this, the first time back playing a game after years is always the longest version. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And like, so knowing that that was the, the longest and most yep. rule flicking we're going to have to do. Yeah, yeah. And that was already so enjoyable. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited to play again. So like a nine. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, as a game, I don't know. But maybe when we play some more, we'll let them know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it always takes a few rounds, a few, few goes yep. before you can really concrete it in. But I don't know. The, um, the ease of it is just, it's good. Yeah. Small footprint as well, so you can set it up on the coffee table or the yeah. kitchen table or whatever. We just played it on the corner of our podcasting <laughs> desk. Exactly, like right literally here in front of Because your six by four table was taken up with terrain that you're not using. <laughs> terrain looks amazing, yeah, by the way. Thank you. Check out the Discord to check out change terrain updates. It's, it's I copied the idea from Rad. <laughs> Thank you, Rad. <laughs> you beautiful soul. <laughs> We've all copied Rad in one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you for listening. If you enjoy Underworlds at all, or know anything about it that we don't, which is super possible. Absolutely. Please jump in the Discord. Let yep. us know. You can find links on hobbyhomies.com. From there, you can also find links to all other stuff, like our Patreon, our merch store. Um, and I'll turn around YouTube. for those watching, because uh, oh, I'm wearing, wearing some... Hobby Hobby Homies hoodie? Oh, you are too. Is Very it, nice. It's green It's green screened. I can see right through you. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that happens Technology. in real life too. Yeah. That's, that's why they're $80. Yep. Yep. <laughs> How much are they? I don't know. Uh, 65 Something like that. I can't uh, sorry. I don't buy from there. If you're a patron, don't forget to use your... 10 or 15% off. If you're a goat, Patreon. If you're a goat. Mm. If you're mm. actually a goat too, we should give... Oh, yeah. Email us. Yeah. yeah, email, email us. Email us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Links on hobbyhomies.com. <laughs> <laughs> also, check out Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn 99, Bingeworthy Breakdown. Yeah. They are doing Brooklyn 99. Yeah. Uh, they're nearly through season four, I think. Like wow. halfway through the series. They're breaking down so that they, binge-worthy content. Oh, so much. Is that an ad? Do they pay us for that? No, they don't pay us at all. That's fair enough. (laughs) We pay them. (laughs) But have a listen. Kate and Kaylin doing doing the good stuff with the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Absolutely. Massive shout out to our patrons. Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing everything we do here on the channel. Uh, as always, got a shout out to Burnsy, Whack, Final Dinosaur, MJ, Lethal, Moose, Penny, Gridlock, Battle Maps, Jack, and Test Dummy. Elko, Churchy, thanks Churchy, Rad, thanks Rad, <laughs> Ollie, Hawkers, Agro, Bravo14, and Big Roach. Thank you all so much. Uh, I'm looking at some of the names on this list, and you all have been with us for years. Literally years. And Literally years. You're incredible. You're amazing. We can't. Thank you enough. So we try on every episode, but it fails in comparison to how much you deserve. Yes. Thank you. We'll see you on the next one. Hey, Ru. Peace.